Welcome to Julie Girl, a Big Brother podcast. Julie Girl is a weekly podcast presented with an unfiltered foray into all things Big Brother. This podcast was intentionally created from an alternative POV. Big Brother has a vastly diverse fan base, but the majority of the community's creative content feels skewed, and we wanted a place where we could be as real as possible and talk about what's really going on in these BB streets. You can find all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. If you feel drawn to it, you can like, comment, subscribe, and share our episodes. We always highly appreciate that. And if you ever have any suggestions for things that you would like to hear, feel free to let us know by sliding into our DMs on Twitter at at JulieGirlPod or sending us an email to JulieGirlPod at gmail.com. What's up, Zachary? Hi. How you feeling today? It's a Saturday. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Have you seen that uh, TikTok where it's like probably not something about Saturday? Okay, well, it's like this dude. And he's I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to describe it other than Saturday. <laughs> I'll send it to you on Twitter, and everyone can see it's just him being like Saturday, Saturday. Anyway, he's drunk. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's Saturday. <laughs> well, that was a whole bunch of nothing. I was like, oh, he found, oh, wait, uh, no, mm-mm. Nope. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything in my head right now. I feel um, you. Before we started talking, I was like, I don't even know what my update is today. I ain't really done nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I just been living life. Um, what did I do this week? I went and saw Zola for a second time. Oh, nice. Uh, How is it? If you guys are looking for a movie, I highly recommend checking that one out. It's really good. It's so fucking funny. You want to know the story about how me and this bitch fell out? Let's <laughs> <laughs> she say this white bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Truly, like, the tweets are so good. And I, you know, I've been waiting for this movie to come out. So, like, I was so excited. And it did not disappoint. It's everything I wanted it to be and more. And I recommend seeing it. Not once, twice. I'll probably go another time, to be honest. It's so good. <laughs> um, other than that, I haven't really done anything this week. Uh, I'm going to Senespia tonight, which is the movies in the graveyard in Los Angeles. Terrifying. Yeah, I'm going to see Silence of the Lambs. Double terrifying. Or is it just one lamb? I don't know. (laughs) I've never seen it. (laughs) Silence of the Lamely. Right. All of the Mariah Carey fans, shut up. hilarious Um, well that sounds fun yeah i know i'm excited uh last week i went to a club um i talked about like going to the bar like that friday but like saturday night after we recorded i went to my old venue for dance yourself clean Mm -hmm. which is just like a dance party 
that shit was wild people really? are crazy one person coughed and like thankfully like because I used to work there like I had access to like VIP or whatever so I just went upstairs and stayed my ass up there all fucking night I was like I'm not going to be dancing around y'all like no about to dance yourself sick <laughs> right truly it was terrifying we back we back we um, back and every day is just a new day of the world showing me we're back seriously <laughs> so yeah how was your week on a positive note my mom got fully vaccinated today which has been such a hardship for me it's that i've been huge. fighting for her to get vaccinated for such a long time and she's been so against it yeah but between me and her boyfriend we finally got her across the line and that's all yes. i've been trying to do so like okay it's a come off through my boyfriend shoulder. i know i'm very thankful for that he's gonna be gone Love he's a supportive man i know he's gonna be gone for three weeks so i'm like oh we gonna have to keep her but i'm happy that that he got her across the line before he left. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, hopefully she'll be okay. But yeah, that was positive. I, love that. I know that that was like a big thing. So yeah. I'm glad that you were able to do that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really happy about that. Other than that, I haven't really been doing too much. My week, I mean, honestly, Big Brother has been a lot of stuff that I've been doing this week. Like I've really just been working and watching the feeds and going on walks with my grandmother. So <laughs> it's been pretty Aww. simple. Um, big, I know I talked about it last episode, but Big Brother the game is going to be starting on Monday now. So, okay, everybody, send me your good vibes. We have a start date. We have a start date. The house is going to be announced tonight. They've been announcing all of the people that are going to be playing this tier. There's going to be 24, which sounds absolutely ridiculous. So, I have no idea what this is going to be like, but everybody seems very nice and. Yeah, it should be good. I did. I mean, like, it's feeling very Big Brother, though, because the diversity is lacking. I'm like, come on now, y'all. <laughs> I think I may be the only Black person out of 24. I could be wrong, but I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm excited to play and to be on the other side of this because it's been a long time coming. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll see how everything goes. But, yeah, overall, everything is feeling good, feeling positive. And on the up and ups and, you know, just trying and doing my best to stay positive and to keep this energy around me positive because I can't handle no toxicity and none of the sorts. So, yes. Let me do it. So you want to jump into Big Brother 23? <laughs> I feel like that was the lamest intro that we've ever had. I agree. We have nothing going on. <laughs> it's so confusing because literally before this started, I was like, you know what? I don't even know what I would talk about. Like, I don't even, there's nothing on my heart. So, <laughs> but we do have a lot to cover for BB23, so we might as well just jump in. <laughs> Child, I, I I don't even know, you know, so I'm what excited. Do you mean? I mean, I, I, have a, I have a basic understanding of what's going on in the house. Oh, but I'm sure, child. I feel like everyone only has a basic understanding of what's going on in the house from what I understand. Nobody really knows what the fuck is happening. There's only so much understanding going on inside those walls to begin with, so... <laughs> Everybody's what on the we same page. From you is understanding. Can we communicate if you don't hear what I say? Frenchie. My <laughs> goodness. My goodness. So first and foremost, we didn't get to talk about the house before. How are you feeling about this year's theme and the house itself and all of that? I I actually really like the house. I think it's super cute. Um, it's a house that I would want to live in. Uh, it does kind of give me like South Carolina vibe, <laughs> like <laughs> coastal Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Those like beachy, you know, it's kind of like, uh, very, 
generic yes. but it's still really it's still it's still pretty you know and it's clean I like it because it feels clean it doesn't feel cl- I mean for now of course <laughs> people living in it it's gonna get dirty but at the moment it feels clean it doesn't feel too cluttered or anything I, I like it um I don't really understand adding the casino vibe into it it kind of seems like just like random when everything <laughs> else is beach but I mean, make your money at the beach, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> make your money at the beach. I am so lost about it. I, I'm not feeling mm. super drawn to this house itself. I think the living room is gorgeous, but I think the rooms are mm. kind of basic. Like the, the sea glass room Ooh, is But not that, like, cute. that one. That one's the cute one. Yeah, I think that this where the beds are kind of like all like, around the edge and shit. Yeah, it's cute, yeah, but like, I like that one. I just feel there's so many other things they could have done, and it could have been so pushed to different areas, different places. Well, the they cre- can always do random shit. I know. And then the room. With <laughs> I the want coral. an alien thing. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the room with the coral. They were like, "Girl, we gonna put this piece of coral in the center, and we gonna put some stuff on the ceiling, and we gonna paint and put a picture up and call it a day." And then they put those beds all around the coral in that weird way. It's just, it's just different. I'm not completely sold on this house. And then the other room okay. is nice. It's like a yacht themed room and it's fine. It's it's classy. I like that. The kitchen, you know, I don't understand why there are no cabinets. They have no place to put anything. And the sharks are cool, but it's, I do love it from upstairs though. Cause it literally feels like you're in an aquarium when you're upstairs. Like when you come around the corner from that little loft. Mm-hmm. So that looks cool from up there. And but from downstairs, you got an ocean room like it's it's the ocean, but you got the kitchen table as a roulette wheel. It don't make no sense. Like how you put a roulette <laughs> wheel in the ocean like where and there's bubbles. It just the the, it, the intersection. I'm not in, I'm not finding the intersection of a lot of these things. So yeah. and then they have the casino room upstairs is cool. Like the billiards room kind of like chip but table. why yeah but why like but why? why don't go all the way or <laughs> go no way <laughs> like right it's like, i just i think it would be cool if they just left it ocean like that's it that's absolutely. all they beach house call it call it a day upstairs should have been a cabana they could have made that those walls like cabana walls with like fabric and had like a sun like there's so many other things you could have done to make that theme run throughout but what i think happened i don't is, know why i like the way you just said cabana walls and it made me like think of like to the window to the wall but like cabana walls <laughs> she got cabana walls like that's like a good cabana thing wall. that do sound like a cabana wall like it makes you want to bounce a little bit we need to hook right? that up cabana let's write walls. it <laughs> Meet me behind cabana walls. I like that. <laughs> like what we doing behind the cabana walls on the beach. Uh, I like that. It's it's a little vibe. Right? <laughs> you said it and I was like, I, I, I vibe with that. Yeah, vibey. That's the word. That's the word for it. I'm going to make a drink called cabana walls. Cabana walls. Girl. I don't know why it I'm saying girl like I'm straight. when you say that. Right. Like, cabana walls. Oh, girl. Girl. <laughs> Girl, Cabana Walls. Shut Can up. that be the title of the episode? <laughs> the podcast, Cabana Walls. I just want something for. I need some some type of shout out for Cabana Walls. Damn, that's a hit. That's a hit right there. Um, but no, someone give that to Nicki Minaj. She needs it. She that could be kind of fire or featuring Nicki Minaj. <laughs> but no, what I think happened this season is that 
the house was supposed to be beach themed, but then the creative side, like the competitions and everything was leaning towards like this big risk, big rewards. And there was like, how can we bring mm-hmm. these things together? And they were like, let's do like, a, let's call it Monte Carlo, like doing it like at the casino by the beach and like, we can make this work. And so they were just like, okay, let's just go with it. So then they threw in some casino stuff and then all the competitions feel very casino-like. And it's like, this could have been done so much better. <laughs> It's yeah. so strange. The way that they put that door between the bathroom and the kitchen makes things feel closed off. And I don't know if I'm really into it, but I do like the bathroom style. Like it's very spa and chill. I like they have those like shea lounges. How do you say that word? Shea lounges? Shea. I don't know. Shea on her lounge. JC Chazé lounges. Uh, I like those. Dirty pop. <laughs> Listen, I'm a JC Chazé stand. Don't get me started. But yes, it's just uh, just strange. I I would love to talk to the creators and the designers of this because I need some explanation. And then when you see this front stage and they have those neon lights and it's just like it just feels real like ooh, like nighttime and ooh. And I like nighttime and ooh. Mm-hmm. I wish the whole house was nighttime and ooh instead of a little nighttime and ooh and then cabana walls. <laughs> so. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Please don't mention cabana walls anymore because it's just gonna distract me. Um yeah, no, the the outside reminds me very of Big Brother After Dark or yeah. whatever. It's like what it reminded me of, like the pop like logo. Cause wasn't that like blue neon or something? That's yeah, what like the stage was giving me. Totally. Yeah, I kind of like the openness of the house and the colors. I don't think I would want a dark house with like neon lights. I think that that would get old really fast. I I agree, but I just feel like there's, I don't know, they could have done it in a way that was still bright and fun, but made sense. Mm -hmm. I just think it was, you know, usually I'm all about the house, but this year I feel a little down, but I feel like a lot of people like it. So maybe my taste is just different. (laughs) But another thing, how do you, how do you feel about that new like deck outside? I think that's great. I hope they keep that around. Yeah, no, I think it's great too. Honestly, give them as many places as they can go in the house. I don't care. Just <laughs> I like it gives a new it gives a new place for stuff to happen, you know? Right. And I think it adds to the game. Any any way that you can like add like a place for someone to talk, like I'm here for it because I think it just adds to the game if that makes sense. That's why I kind of like the door between the bathroom and stuff because it it keeps some conversations out right. and gives them a different angle, you know, a different place to talk I agree. if that makes sense no I, I agree and I wouldn't even mind a door being there but I wish it was like a clear door like a plexiglass door or something just so the flow of it felt like it was still like movable around the house it mm-hmm. still had that level of privacy for conversations but I do think that it's a great place to talk because it's so closed off now mm-hmm. but overall I'm it's not the house isn't important at the end of the day it's all about the cast and it's all about how the season goes um, speaking of the cast, how were you feeling about Claire joining the cast and Christy being removed from the cast? Look, <laughs> uh, Christy was not someone that I was looking forward to. God bless her soul. I feel horrible for her. What a fucking terrible way to go out of the game, you know, especially since she tested negative afterwards, right. according to what I've seen online. Like that just sucks. Like I, I, I honestly, if you're listening to this girl, I'm sorry, but at the same time, I'm so glad we did not have you because I <laughs> do not want loud in the house. I'm sorry. Like I said, that is not a word of someone that like I enjoy usually when they're playing the game. 
And we have a mutual friend who apparently knows her. And from what I understand, everything that I was scared of her being is what she is. So <laughs> I, I think that we dodged a bullet, but <laughs> that's just me. Um, I like Claire. I think that she is a good addition to the house, looking like a Heim sister when she walked in. <laughs> I was like, okay, um, loved it. I, 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 I don't really know a lot about her, but I was happy. I was happy that there was a, a change. I agree. I think Claire's, I don't know how Claire wasn't on the cast to begin with. Like, mm-hmm. how did some of these other girls get on and Claire was sitting in the hotel room by herself? You know what I mean? Like, that should never have been because I want to see more people that know the game and know strategy and that care about doing something like this. Because at the end of the day, yeah. what's the point of us loving to play strategy games if we're not going to get the opportunities to play real strategy games at this level? So I yeah. think it's great. I think it sets a great precedent for this show to bring on people like Claire. And I hope that they move forward and do that in the future. But, you know, there are other people on the cast who claim to have been a super fan and are, you know, showing that they just do not know what they're doing. So who knows how all this is going to go <laughs> at the um, end of the day. Um, which we we'll could have had it all. We Didn't we, <laughs> we almost have, have it, all. it all? But... I like Claire a lot, and I think that she's an interesting character, and in the house so far, she's been really understated to the point that I forget that she's there. I'm like, where is Claire at? Who is Claire close with? But, you know, she did, you know, we'll talk about everything, but um, I, I like her overall, and she's bisexual, which is interesting, too. We ha- I don't know, like, that conversation hasn't really been had in this house. I feel like Claire checks all of the boxes that most people from Twitter world and who are fans of Big Brother in a real way would want to check. So I hope that yeah. she doesn't let us down. You know, we had some options to pe- for people to really represent us, and, you know, we lost some of those options, but Claire is still on the table, and I really hope that she pulls through because... I would like to see her do well. So yeah, so now that you have seen the premiere and we are moving into the depths of the season, how do you feel about where we're heading and how did you like the premiere? <laughs> I mean, do you want like an overall statement? Um, yeah, just like how your vibe, like what is the vibe have... after the experience of watching the premiere? <laughs> I thought it was too short, to be honest. And I'm mad that we didn't have anything on Thursday. I went on, on a Thursday thinking we were going to have an episode and then nothing showed up. And it I was, was like, not ring-a-ling-a-ling in. <laughs> No ring-a-ling-a-ling. Dude, that is such a bob. I get I get more excited for that than the actual episode. Um, if you know, you know. It's a bob. You know, I'm not really into K-pop. I've literally been watching it for like five years and I still don't know the lyrics. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I just know ring-a-ling. But no, it's... Uh, I, this cast is a lot better than what I thought it was going to be. I wish that they would have had a different way of introducing us to them because like last week they didn't feel real to me, but now like I love them and I'm so happy that I have them. I feel like something in the introduction for me was off for sure, but I don't know what it was. I feel the same way. There was a video that came out a couple of days before the premiere that like had them talking and it had, it was like really hyping the season up and it was actually really great. Like I was like, I wish this was the first thing that we saw of these people because you actually mm-hmm. get a feel for who they are and their personalities and all kind of vibes we didn't get from everything that we got at first because we didn't have really have preseason interviews this year. So I just think they yeah. played all of that very wrong, but maybe they just weren't prepared because it seems like there were quite a few switch ups because Aza mentioned in the house that she was an alternate as well. So I'm like, who yeah, did Aza replace, you know? So 
who knows how this this went down but can you imagine not having her wow i know such a major thing in the house i feel like or her name is constantly on my timeline for sure no i think that she i think she has a lot of potential in this house she's proven to be I don't know. I'm excited about her. I'm excited about a lot more of these people now than I was when we talked about them previously, which obviously we get to actually see their existence now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So we don't just have to judge them on some raggedy words on a raggedy page, but I don't know. I'm feeling good about it. I actually really enjoyed the premiere. I also liked it not being super long and there not being two days of it. Like for some reason, I, I liked getting things started and getting these teams put together, talking about the season itself. And then next week after they've gotten through this whole first week of, you know, veto and all that stuff, then getting to see everything that's going on because those well, that's two because you have the feeds. if you didn't have the feeds you would feel differently (laughs) right but they haven't really done anything to to put on the show yet i don't think i know like i don't know what they would have had on that thursday episode but i do i do i don't know if i fully like the way that the these like live episodes are laid out um because i really go back to bb19 and i really loved the the premiere of bb19 how they had those comps the way they had them and all of that felt really good to me. So I like the structure of something like that way more than the structure of bringing people in on teams of four and then having them compete in individual competitions that way. I don't know if I'm a super, super big fan of that, even though I like the competitions that they did this year, but we'll get into all that too. <laughs> so yeah, let's just jump into the premiere and talk about everything that happened and get our thoughts on that. So we met the cast finally. The first four that came into the house were Travis, 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 Derek, Frenchie, and Xavier. <laughs> Travis is tragic. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so how do you feel about the first four that went in? We have Travis, Derek, Frenchie, and Xavier. I'm like, I feel like I started out taking notes, but then quit it because I got <laughs> too into it. Same. But I think I wrote something down about Travis. <laughs> I love when you start laughing before you start talking. <laughs> I was like, not Travis spearfishing for his food or whatever. Like, well, he's like, I'm a salesman and all that. I'm like, just go to the grocery store. Don't you get money from being like a salesman or something like that? Not you out here playing Survivor in Hawaii. Whatever. I, was confused. I just thought that was funny. I was confused as to how he said that he does deals and all this stuff but he's done working by one o'clock and then he goes and and surfs i'm like what kind of job are you done working at one o'clock and you can go surf the rest of the day it's i was like hmm questionable i I was very confused of like are you business or are you fun like it something's not equaling (laughs) right you can't be both don't lie to me and tell me you're both (laughs) anyone who says they are you're a liar (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to be on that film crew though like if they told me i got to go to hawaii just go take this man swim in the ocean i'm like okay girl (laughs) how do you feel about the other people Derek frenchie oh yeah there's more (laughs) (laughs) what did it xavier said something like i'll giggle with you yes that was my favorite thing he was like i don't want to be in a showman's but i'll giggle with you i'll flirt a little bit i was like now this is my kind of comedy like it's just so subtle but so funny to me i was dying i was like not giggle with you the way that oh my god i'm a i'm a giggle with you behind the cabana walls Girl, <laughs> I'm a giggle with you behind Cabana walls. <laughs> I sound like I sound like Paul Wall. <laughs> Paul Wall needs to do the song <laughs> featuring Nicki Minaj. <laughs> there we go. Look at us being A and R's of the year. Yeah. 
Fuck, we are building such a bop, you guys. By the end of this this episode, we are going to have this whole Cabana Wall saga together on iTunes next week, child. (laughs) Cabana Wall. Damn. That's good. Okay, anyway, sorry. Um, But no, I... (laughs) And in the preseason, I felt like I didn't read Xavier's bio the way I should, because when I heard some other stuff about him, I was like, I actually like him. And then when you brought up having a vinyl collection and stuff, I was like, how did I miss all of this? And then whenever, just the way he talks in these interviews and stuff, he's so funny, but like on the low. And he just has like a really Mm -hmm. pleasant personality. I'm kind of like, he's one of my favorites, especially personality wise. I love him in that way. Yeah, he's a pleasant surprise. I didn't expect to like him as much as I did, but I agree with you. He's very, he's he's cool. He's so cool. And he doesn't even give me like intimidating physical vibes. Like no. even though he's built yeah. like that, like I'm not intimidated by him in that way. Yeah. Um, And then we have Derek. I was, uh, Derek F. I was cracking up because when he was like, I'm gorgeous. <laughs> I was like, go <laughs> off. <laughs> Um, but no, he was, he was really fun. He is loud though, but he's like, he's yeah. like a, a loud that I can kind of handle, but sometimes I'm like, can you just calm down just a little bit? But he's funny. And it's like, it's just fun. It's not just loud for no reason. Like he's just a little boisterous. He reminds me so much of Tamar though. He is, he's given a lot of I Tamar energy. I can see energy. that. <laughs> but I can see that. I'm excited he is, He's very loud in a Tamar way. Yeah. Yes, exactly. There you go. Um, and he was like, a big guy is here to win. And I was like, okay, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. I'm excited to see what he's going to do. It's so interesting to me to see someone like him on the feeds because we've literally never had a big guy like him on the show before and I am really excited for him and I'm happy that I haven't seen a bunch of bullshit on Twitter because I really thought there was going to be a lot of like weird chatter or people talking shit about him but he he's -hmm. just been living his life and people have been accepting it and I live for that everything that I've seen about him on Twitter has actually been all positive it seems like he has a big part in the game so far and people are into him for sure i'm i'm a little worried because he he's taken in a lot of knowledge but people are noticing that Mm -hmm. he he listens a lot and even yesterday he was in the hoh room taking in all the information he was getting all the tea back there on the bed while everybody was talking so it's kind of giving me ramsey's vibes where paul was targeting ramsey's because ramsey's would come into rooms and listen and then go somewhere else and so i'm hoping that he, he well he's a lot more fun and a lot more like lovable than ramsey's was so maybe that'll be helpful for him but i just don't want him to get taken out too early because of things like like that but i'm excited he's great and then we have frenchy the last person of this first group of people how are you feeling about frenchy <laughs> let's talk about how you're feeling about frenchy mr <laughs> i have very strong thoughts about him someone responded to one of our tweets it was like um this may make you guys lose followers did you see that i don't know <laughs> if i did I was like, it ain't that serious, sis. But what did okay. it, what did they say? Um, said something about thank you for your. <clears throat> I mean, it was like a nice tweet, but um, it was like something about like thank you for your input or your thoughts on Frenchie, like blah 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 blah. Like, um, hopefully this doesn't make you lose followers, but it may. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm I never came to Twitter or to podcasting for followers or anything like that, so I'm always going to be honest about how I feel. And when it right. comes to Frenchie, it's it's a different situation for me because I'm having to balance reality versus television and Twitter. And it's very freaking weird. Mm-hmm. But he is 
and we'll get into this a little later too, but he's completely blowing this. He's completely flopping on every level imaginable. Like there's levels that he's flopping on I didn't even know existed. And it's like, I've been watching the show for 21 <laughs> years and how the hell did you fuck up this bad? How? Like what, how, how does your brain even operate to, like what? So we'll, you know, I'll, I'll give a, I'll give more of my thoughts on that. We just let's get through this premiere first and then we can talk about everything. Truly. Else. <laughs> like I feel like I can't even talk about Frenchie right now because I'm gonna just jump around. It's just gonna so be tangent. It's just gonna be nothing but a tangent, and I'm gonna talk for a minute. So um they go outside and they play this plexiglass puzzle. And the first person to get the puzzle right wins and gets to compete for HOH later in the night. And Frenchie ended up winning, which I was excited for him because I'm like. As a super fan, as a fan of this show in general, and for anybody who has a dream of playing this game, it's got to be crazy to go in there and win the first competition and, you know, be able right. to win the HOH. So, like, on that level, it was, it was like, really exciting. Also, in his intro, it was, it was very surreal to see Clarksville, Tennessee on there because I rarely have ever seen that before. Me and my aunt, we watched this together. We looked at each other and was like, that's so crazy because... My family has lived in Clarksville for 50 years at this point, and it's not a very popular place that people just know about usually. So to see it on a platform like Big Brother, especially because I watch it so religiously, it was a very surreal situation. But now that he's tarnished the name of Clarksville, I'm going to have to go on this damn show and show people how Clarksville really gets down. (laughs) Because woo. All right. So Frenchie won. And how did you like this competition and like the layout of how this went? I really like this. Yeah, I was just preparing myself um, (laughs) because I get like I get irritated thinking about it. Um, I really like the competition. I just like don't understand how these people were fucking playing it. Like, I think it was Christian was the only one that like took it out and put it together on the ground. It was one of the boys. It was Christian. I was like, why are you people not fucking putting this together on the ground and then sliding it in place? Like, I was just so confused by everyone's uh, strategy. I was like, what is, What are you doing? This could be so easy. <laughs> like what looked like was taking the longest was people sliding those glasses in and out. So I was like, just save yourself time. I don't know, whatever. I would have done the same thing. Take everything out and see what you're working with and then put it back in when you're ready and you know that it's right. So you don't have to keep putting things in and taking things out. I mean, literally just put it together yeah, just put it together on the ground and then just take one layer off at a time and put it where it needs to go. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, this I guess in, so easy. in the moment, you might not be thinking it might be flustered. They might have not even wanted to win this competition. So, like, there might be things I mean, going on because people was walking. They was taking their sweet time. I was like, I don't know if I would be just like walking like this. But you, you never know yeah. what people's expectations for themselves are, what they really want in those moments. Mm-hmm. Um but do you think this this was actually live this year, even though they said it was live? Yeah, I think so. It was confusing a little bit. I do think it was live, but I think what they did was they learned how to produce a live show like that because they already had all of those spots ready for the house guests to pop up on the screen for a minute and say their little blurb while they were walking out to the backyard or whatever. So there wasn't just a lot of dead air of them walking somewhere. So I think that they they got a little creative with the way that they did this and prepared ahead of time. Unlike last season where they had the damn have not room still locked when they told them to go up there and look at it. So <laughs> I think that they, um, they just had planned better for this year, but I, I, I enjoyed. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it was very, um, 
<clears throat> basic statements that they were making as they were going out. It's not like they were talking about how they did in the game or anything like that. It was just like, what are you going to do? What are you thinking? You know, stuff right, like right. that. Like, so I think that these were just questions that were asked before they came in the house and then they just used it as they were walking out. I don't think that, cause I kept seeing people being like, is this live or is it not? And I was like, I mean, yeah, it's just a question. But. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So then we move on to the second group of house guests and we had Aza, Brittany, Whitney, and Alyssa. If uh, Derek is giving you Tamar, Aza is giving me Tracy. Um, <laughs> When she was talking about boy crazy and stuff, I was like, she sounds just like Tracy Braxton. Um, She's like, no penis. (laughs) Right, no penis. Uh, Yeah, she sounded clumsy. But no, I like her. I really like Aza a lot more than I thought I was going to. I really like Brittany a lot more than I thought I was going to, too. I honestly haven't seen anything about her in the, like, online, on Twitter and stuff. Like, as loud as she was in that beginning episode, like, she, it seems like she's quieted down or like she doesn't seem to have a lot of attention on her from what I've seen on Twitter. I could be wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong at all. She's actually been very composed, very chill. There's been a few moments where she's having fun and she gets loud or she starts screaming and like she, they were working out in the, in the gym and she was screaming and different things. But we did find out that she's autistic <laughs> in her opening package. And yeah, I was having this conversation with some people before and they were saying that they thought that it should have been stated in her interview at the beginning because people were making fun of how long her stuff was and how thorough stuff mm-hmm. was. And so people were were like we wish we would have known that there but was i think something- that that's sad that you need an explanation to like not make fun of someone and I not agree. like i mean i get it what she was doing i mean she was talking a lot i don't think that has anything to do with like i don't think it's bad to say that she was talking a lot and like say you know like because she's autistic i'm not gonna say that she was talking a lot regardless right, right, girl right. had a lot of words you know <laughs> and I just think that, like i mean i've been a fan of hers i don't know why i'm drawn to her but i am And I don't know. No, I honestly, I don't. I'm glad that I found out the way that it was aired because it felt like it had more heart. Absolutely. Sorry to go. I'm sorry to go back to this girl, Christy, but, um, you know, her whole alopecia thing, it seemed more of a strategy and performative awareness than actual genuinely like trying to share with people. Right. Even her being like, you know, oh, I'll use this, you know, to my advantage, which again, I think could have went really bad and I'm glad we don't have her. But I feel like Brittany, you know, when people go through things, I just like that to like shine through, you know, like not everything needs to be like, oh, look at this. Like I'm postering that I have this. When you air it, 24 7 it becomes performative and I don't care as much for sure I think being genuine about it is absolutely the way to go because I wouldn't have wanted mm-hmm. to know like I, I didn't need to know honestly you know until you're ready yeah. for me to know it's very much like the Ian situation where Ian was upset that people were talking about it before he was ready to talk about it and so I you know I, I just don't feel like it needs to be the first thing that I learn about someone I think it's great when it comes out when it comes out and they're ready to express it how they want to express it when they want to express it so it, it does change the way that I think about her because you have to be mindful that things neurotypical people think are the way to do things isn't how everybody does things so it does make you check yourself but it puts us in a position to have to check ourselves and realize that we're being very dismissive of things that are going on with other people at all times and we just might not know about it so I I love moments like that where I have to check my own ignorances because it's easy to get comfortable with the world you live in you know Mm -hmm. but I'm excited for Brittany she's she's been really 
her energy is really great in the house and she listens really well and she has a lot to offer and to bring to conversations, I think. And so I'm interested to see how she does as this goes on. And I'm seeing that you may have been good in your feelings because I could see her getting some good footing if Frenchie doesn't ruin her game. <laughs> oh, is he trying to? He's not trying to, but he brought up that she told him something about Christian, which, uh... and he brought it up to Christian. So then he brought her in the room and was asking her. It was just so oh. damn stupid. <laughs> just like rough. He's so fucking stupid. I can't wait it's to talk. Rough. I can't wait to drag him. It's rough, child. Um, uh, when it comes to Whitney, I like her so far. She says she doesn't want to show man's, but she said that she was, she could, like, it could happen. But I'm not really getting those vibes in the house. And she's a single mom mm-hmm. of five years. And I don't really know a lot about her, but. I'm okay with her so far. She kept sticking her tongue out and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) This like goofy side of her kept coming out during the uh, premiere. I was like, girl, if you don't keep your tongue in your mouth, (laughs) chill out. She she reminded me of Trisha Paytas. Oh, I can totally see that. She's a lot more likable. She's a lot more likable, a lot more personable. And I love that she Mm -hmm. took her shoes off for that competition, was running around in that dress. Mm -hmm. I was like, yes. (laughs) She was trying to do what she needed to do. And she did and ended up winning her round um but also we have Alyssa in this round how are you feeling about Alyssa you know I feel like I should have stronger opinions about her because I know she's uh one of the people nominated and she's been like a talking point in the house but honestly like I don't really care either way about her I feel like out of everyone in the house she's the person that I feel the least amount towards her and Brent are like the two people that I just don't really I haven't like (laughs) learned anything about and I don't really care (laughs) Is it, what did I say? Brett. I said Brent. Oh, I you said I don't Brent. Know, whatever. Maybe you just say it differently. Sorry. Brent. 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 <laughs> Brent behind them cabana walls. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Giggling with you. Um, okay. <laughs> anyway. The point of the story is I like her. Uh, no, I thought we were still on Whitney. See, this is, I don't even think about Alyssa. I don't even be thinking about her. So I don't have anything to say. <laughs> it's hilarious. I, I don't know how I feel about her either. She hasn't given me much to go on yet, but I do love the way mm-hmm. that she's responded to being nominated. She's been very forward oh, with yeah. Frenchie. She's been very straight up about her feelings, but she's also been really thoughtful in the way that she processes the dumb stuff he says. And she's like, mm-hmm. okay, I understand where you're coming from with this. Like, she's reasonable. And I think those are all great attributes for somebody in Big Brother. And she, whenever the, the feeds came on, she was sick. She was laying on that little couch in the, in the bathroom forever. And she was like throwing up and not feeling well. So she seems like she'd been through it a little bit in the house, but I'm not completely turned off from her because I love the way that she has made, like she has managed being on the block so far. And even with like talking with Christian and everything, like even though certain things are said, she still just goes along with things and seems very understanding. And I am just interested to see who she actually clings to in the house because I haven't really seen her make a strong connection, but I, I don't know. I'm not completely out on her yet, which is nice. I'm honestly surprised at how everyone has been managing the house. Like, I feel like there's a lot of bullshit going on and everyone has been pretty calm about it. Which is confusing as hell to me as well. So, but we'll get to that when we talk about Frenchie. (laughs) Sorry. No, you're good. Um, So then we move on to the next round and we have Brent, Kylan, Christian, and Derek X. Um, 
how did you feel about these folks when you got to meet them? Because I know you didn't see too much. So getting to see them talk and move, that's really what I want to see what you're thinking about. I mean, I could watch Derek X move and talk (laughs) over and over and over again. Him and that little tennis scene and his little shorts and no shirt. I was like, okay, Derek X. Um, (laughs) Meet me behind the cabana. Behind him. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, the only person I'm trying to go behind the cabana walls with this season (laughs) is Derek X. Derek XXX. Shut Um, up. And then, uh, <laughs> who else was it? Brent. Brent. Um, I'm just going to say his name like that. Brent. Um, I can't really remember anything about him either. Uh, like I said, he's one that I don't care about. Um, who else came in? Island and Christian. Okay, yeah. Kyland. I like a lot more than I thought I was going to. He seems really nice. I feel like I would want to be friends with him if I was in that house. Me too. And then Christian, Lil Slop. Um, (laughs) you know, at the time I didn't like him and I don't really, I don't really know how I feel about him. We can talk about more about him when we get to like picking teams and stuff. Cause you know, I feel like everyone had some thoughts about that. Yeah. You know, I, Brent, I'm still confused on him and I just don't know how I fully feel. But the one thing that stands out to me is he was saying that he wasn't going to be doing no cartwheel so people could see what, you know, what he could do. And then he, one day he just randomly did a a big old leap in the kitchen and like clicked his heels. And Tiffany was like, okay, y'all see that? (laughs) Like she made it such a point to be like, did you see this man just jump into this air like this? Like, so I was like, sir, why would you just show everybody that you're capable of like leaping and hopping on a whim in the <laughs> middle of the kitchen when everybody is just cooking? So I don't know fully about how I feel about Brent. Uh, Christian, I am really intimidated by, like even not being in the house, I am very intimidated by his energy. Like I can feel that he is not one to play with. If I was in that house, he would absolutely be the first person that I'm thinking about needs to go. And even though having someone like him around is good as a meat shield or whatever, he's way too, it seems like he might be a little too powerful to use as a shield because he's always gonna, he's, it's, I just feel like he's gonna overpower. It's almost yeah. like he he needs his energy to be one of the top energies in the room at all times. And he's very good at like charming people and being sweet and connecting because he's already been kind of close with a lot of people. And I am intimidated by him. The way that he plays these competitions, it is very rare you see a, 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 a player come into the house and beat something in a way that is just like remarkable in a way. The way he put those things on the ground and got them together and figured everything out really quickly and hit that buzzer, it just was so fast. And there was like this this fire under his ass that you rarely see. We saw it with Cody Calafuri last year too, when he jumped across all them things in two mm-hmm. seconds. And then I'm thinking of like Jason from OTT when he went through that maze to get those that corn. Like there's just something about the fire when you really are trying to show that you can perform that you have to watch out for. So Christian is at the top of my list of things I'm worried about. Derek X, I don't know how I feel about him. Him saying that he was in a fraternity, even though I joined a fraternity as well, his bro nature is coming out in a way I didn't expect. That's making me a little nervous. And he is already in hot water. And people like Whitney have already been talking negatively about him. And like, so I don't know. I don't know. But I don't I don't know if he's done anything to deserve the, the focus he's been getting. I've noticed that he's found himself to cling to people like Travis and then Mm -hmm. not really mingle. We'll have to wait for these episodes. I think that he's 
Well, the thing is, I think he's more manly than we thought he was going to be. Yeah. I think that we thought we were going to get something different. And now that we don't have it, we don't like it as much. <laughs> I'm not really talking about his personality. I'm talking about his looks. <laughs> <laughs> don't get it twisted. Um, I do think that it is a little unfortunate, though, that he is completely the opposite of what I think a lot of us thought he was going to be. Because I think that that it's easy to just kind of be like, whatever, Derek X. But like, I'm still curious about him. I think that there's multiple layers to him and I don't want him to be the first one out. I don't either. I don't want him to be the first one out either. I just, I would love to see Travis be the first one. Honestly, I don't want any of them out. Like I, I mean, Travis, yeah, Travis, Brent, whatever. And Alyssa, all of them can go. The three (laughs) of them, I guess I don't care about. But like, honestly, I like everyone in the house. So like talking about who I want out is going to be hard and it will get to that eventually. Right. It's going to be hard for me. I think what I didn't expect with Derek is, you know, some whenever, especially in like Greek culture, there's a proximity to whiteness that makes people turn into what they are around and they start to make friends like that and everything it just it just like smothers a lot of stuff and you know being in the white greek world it is a very different experience so that's my only concern with him because i know it way too well so we'll see how it goes but i do i do feel like i would love to see more from him and give him another shot with another hoh and the house moving in a different direction because i'd be interested to see where he would land but I don't know if I'd be happy with where he would land. So those two things are kind of clashing. But anyway. Oh, white Greek. Oh, like fraternity. I was like, yeah. why are you talking about Greek? Okay. <laughs> not Greek. not get that. But like Greek life. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know anything about that world. Yeah. It was, it was, it's an interesting world. But yeah, Christian beasted this competition and he ended up winning for that squad. And then we moved to the last squad of four, which is Sarah Beth, Tiffany, Claire, and Hannah. How are you feeling about these four? Um, okay, I love Tiffany so much more than I thought I would immediately from like the get-go. Um, also Sarah Beth liked her a lot more than I thought I would. Hannah really enjoyed. And who was the other person? Claire. Oh, did we talk about Claire? Oh yeah. Claire, oh, yeah, I'm glad Claire's there, but yeah, she was like, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this group before. I enjoyed their introductions, and I think that they're all cute. But yeah, I think the main standout for me was Tiffany. I agree. It's very rare that I get, like, in love with the house guests, but Tiffany has my whole entire mm-hmm. heart right now. Like, she, her humor is everything that I love, and I love how her social game is unfolding, and she's strategic, She's she's showing signs of a really, really, really strong player. And if she can make this work and, and get far in this game, I think she has a great shot. And we've never seen someone like her come in with this skill set that they're employing the way she's employing. And I am fascinated and in love with it on a lot of different levels. I just hope that it's something that we continue to see and it doesn't end up getting her in trouble at a certain point. But I... I'm so obsessed with her at this point. She's so funny. And I'm loving the black mom energy, which we don't really get that often. When she was going off on her kid in the in her intro, she was like, I told you to take out the trash. <laughs> I love that. And apparently she's such a super fan. She really knows a lot about this game. And apparently she's on BB Twitter. We need to find out what her name is on Twitter because I absolutely love her. I can't wait to hopefully one day like have be able to talk to her about the season or just see where her head is because I'm interested in how what her experience has been like watching this show over the years as a Black player because she seems to really love and care about it. So I am all in on Tiffany as of now. Uh, we've talked about Claire. Mm-hmm. She's great. 
<laughs> we we talked about her. She's great. Anyway, um, sorry. <laughs> I just love the way you did that. <laughs> I mean, it's true. So, it's next. true. We. I'm worried about Sarah Beth because she's the one that clued in Christian that he might need to win this, like win something. And uh, I just don't know exactly where she's going to fall, but she's showing that she's not going to back down because when she heard that we'll get to Frenchie, but she stood up to Frenchie and she's been letting her thoughts be known. And I, uh, I like and appreciate that. And she's, she has, um, I don't know, she's just really unique and I, I like her and her voice doesn't bother me the way that I thought it might. She just seems really sweet. I did live for, I think it was, no, it was Brent. He was like, you know who you remind me of? Ashley Simpson. And I was like, you know what? She kind of does have an Ashley Simpson look to her. Those eyes. There is, is that, I feel like it's her eyes. There is something, something autobiographical about her in her face. Like, I'm mm-hmm. just like, there's something here. And I was... I, one of the things in my life, I always have to compare people to something that, that I already know in a sense to make me feel comfortable mm. or understand them, which we all do that. But I, I've done it a lot this season. Like I, I feel like Christian gives me so much Mike Posner and it's like whenever Mike Posner was in his cooler than me, trying to be a little black stage of his life, like that, it's just such a strong vibe there. And then <laughs> Travis reminds me of Michael Jackson's oldest son, <laughs> Prince Michael Jackson. There's something about his face and the way he moves that makes me look at, think he's Prince. Look at Brent having a good um, reference. Right. I was very impressed. I was like, that's a great, that's a great one. Um, and then lastly is Hannah, who in my in preseason, I had the strongest vibes from her. Like I felt attached to her, but I haven't gotten much from her in the house. And I'm understanding why people said her being young may be something to worry about, because I do think that her youth is coming through and I'm seeing it a lot more than I expected, but she may just be wanting to play it low and, you know, not do too much too quickly. And so she still could have a lot to show me and I just haven't seen it yet, but I'm not feeling as connected to her as I hope that I would be. So I don't know, but I'm, I'm really liking this squad. It's like, girl, we ain't in school anymore. Right. She said, (laughs) I like school. (laughs) She likes school. It's like, this is big brother. You need to go to charm school. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Her being the first Indian house guest, her being black and Indian, and then her being the first house guest born in the 2000s, all those things are really mm-hmm. interesting. And they they add a lot more to her character, but we just haven't seen how it unfolds in her personality yet. So I'm I'm feeling really positive, very, very much so. So in this last group, Claire ended up winning, and it was Christian, Claire, Whitney, and Frenchie who were going to go against each other in the HOH competition. And I did have one thing that bothered me greatly, though. When they were playing these competitions and everybody just got to go upstairs on that deck and meet each other, Mm -hmm. and then they were all cheering for each other, it was weird to me. Like, I don't understand why they allowed that. Yeah, I texted you, and I was like, I hate this. Like, they should not be allowed to talk. Like, they need to, like, be separated. I don't know. It just felt weird. It felt unfair to the people coming in late, you know? I mean, absolutely. granted, like, nothing really is probably going to, like, solidify within the first, like, two hours or, I mean, probably, like, an hour that they're standing there. But still, like, I don't know. It just felt unfair. Absolutely. And then they were like, I don't know if it was Brittany who was rooting on Claire, but they were just like, go, Claire, go ahead, guys, like the whole time cheering them on. And the people who came in first, they didn't really cheer for the other people. So it was like, it just felt off to me. And I hate when everything is almost completely right. And then there's something that just makes me uncomfortable. I'm like, y'all almost get it right. But mm, 
So then we move on to them learning that they were going to be playing in teams of four this season. And they, they, the, the team captains that won the, the previous competition had a moment to watch a short clip of two house guests and they got to choose between those two house guests to add to their teams. And each team would be composed of, a, of two women and two men. And how did you feel about the way they went about this whole building of the teams? Honestly, I would have preferred a schoolyard pick. It felt very, like, I, I get it, and I get why they did it the way they did it. It was so messy, and I'm glad that Twitter called them out immediately for it, um, trying to get, you know, all the teams to be diversified and equal, And but, like, it was just messy, in my opinion. It was. Came across as very, um, it, like, it was very intentional what they were trying to do. Yeah. I agree. It came off very heavy-handed to me. Like, it was so obvious but I also appreciate that the teams ended up being diverse. So I yeah. get it. And I think that was the whole reason just to start things off on a, a playing field like that. But I just think the way they went about it was kind of clunky and obvious. And I don't know, they could have, they could have made it seem like it was a little more random of who was getting chose to be the two, but it seemed very intentional, mm. which I didn't like. So team Frenchie is called the jokers ended up being Frenchie, Aza, Brittany, and Derek F. He had to choose between Hannah and Aza, and he chose Aza. Then he had to choose between Brittany and Sarah, and he chose Brittany. And then Derek F. and Travis, and he chose Derek F. He said queen. <laughs> <laughs> he said, no offense, but I'm going to go with the queen. I was like, sir, sit down. <laughs> Literally just met her. Right. And Team Whitney is called the Aces, which is Whitney, Brent, Derek X, and Hannah. And she got to choose between Brent or Travis, and she chose Brent. And I was cracking up, and she was like, Travis, you're cute, but it's not a very good argument. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then she had to choose between Derek X and Derek F, and she went with Derek X. And then she had to choose between Sarah and Hannah, and she went with Hannah. Then we have Team Christian, who are the Kings, and his team is Christian, Alyssa, Xavier, and Sarah Beth. And he had to choose between Alyssa and Tiffany, and he chose Alyssa. Xavier and Derek and he chose Xavier and then he automatically got Sarah this is the one that caught me when he chose Alyssa over Tiffany like it just seems so obvious to me I felt like he yeah. was thinking definitely with one head and not the other <laughs> I mean same and then when he did uh Xavier over Derek yeah, F, right I, it was very like I mean I got what he was doing but I was like okay like I don't know it just made me so happy when he lost like <laughs> <laughs> Because he's sitting there trying to build, like, the strongest team so they can win or whatever. And right. Like, Tee-hee, look at but you. see, it also, I wondered what your thought was on it because I felt the same way you just explained. But I was like, Zach might be opposite of me because he's always talking about build a strong team. So that's why I was like, I wonder what your thoughts are going to be on that when it comes to, like, trying to put people on your team that are, you think, off of first thought that they're going to be strong. I mean, I didn't say I wouldn't do it. I just <laughs> said it was obvious what he was doing. <laughs> Touche, sir. Touche. <laughs> um, so then the last team is Team Queens with Claire. Uh, Claire, Kylan, Tiffany, and Travis. She got to choose between Kylan and Xavier, and she chose Kylan. Tiffany or Sarah, and she chose Tiffany, and then she automatically got Travis. He technically ended up being the last pick, <laughs> which so is it's so, it's so interesting to see a season where a lot of the white bro kind of guys are on the outs, it seems. Like, they just don't seem to be as integrated with the house the way everybody else is. And I, I think mm -hmm. it's interesting to see because when you have this much diversity, 
there's so many other things for people to connect on and to feel drawn to that the majority, the house being not majority white is going to allow there to be a little more of a mix. And it's really interesting to see this play out, but I, I, I think it's leaning to a very positive direction. It's, I'm, we don't know for sure. We don't know how this season's going to go. It's still four days in. So we'll see how it goes, but I'm really happy with the diversity this season. And I think it's going to bring a lot to this season. Yeah. So then we move on to the HOH competition and the teams have to work together to hold up a platform while the captain tries to stack a puzzle of cards onto the platform. And the first to get the puzzle right and hit the buttons wins. And they have to keep the puzzle up while the button is being held. And then also there's a big card that can come down and try to knock over and knock you off balance. So you drop the puzzle. So they're going and they're playing and Christian Singh was the first one to get the puzzle together. And when he ran over there to hit the button, I was, my stomach fell because every, not every year, but so often the bro white guy will win and it sets the season off in a certain direction. We've had the Tyler Crispin BB20 season. We've had the Jackson moment in BB21. We've had Cody in BB22. It has been such a pattern and I was nervous for that. And so whenever he ran over to that button, and then that thing fell. I was low-key shook because I did not expect that to happen. <laughs> Agreed. I was like, no, 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 no. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was shook because I really thought he won. And then, but people were saying that it looked like Xavier may have dropped it on purpose. But when I went back and watched, I don't know if I think that it was on, on purpose. I think they just didn't have it balanced enough and it was stacked so high that it fell over. But- I could be wrong. He may have mentioned that, which would have been smart. Lord, who the, it's choices. When we think about the way that things could have been and then you get to the way things are, it's like, how would this have changed if somebody else had won HOH? Because Frenchie's right. team won. And it was so wild because after Christian's team dropped the puzzle, Frenchie's team got the puzzle together. Frenchie ran over and they won. And they still had to keep going because the person who was who came in last, their team was going to be have-nots. And Christian's team ended up being have-nots. It's like, how did y'all go from being first, almost having HOH, to being have-nots for the first week? It was so wild to me. Like, it was mind-blowing to me. I don't understand why it took them so long to put the puzzle together to begin with. It was literally <laughs> like three pieces. I was like, if y'all don't fucking put these puzzles together quicker. I was literally screaming at my fucking computer um because i wanted whitney's team to do well and she was just over there taking her time putting it together i was like i was just so irritated so honestly i don't know <laughs> I, I would like to think that i would be better in that situation but it seems like once you have the puzzle together even if it does fall like you know how it goes exactly. so i don't understand why it took him as long as it did and I was like, maybe Christian is trying to throw it now, but there's no way he would try to throw it if he tried if he ran over there that fast trying to hit that button. So I was right. just like, How and also he's got three other people, so it's like it's not really easy to like throw a competition when three other people are looking at you, you know? Absolutely. So I don't know how that happened. It was a while to watch though, and it really just makes me feel like how would the season have gone if Frenchie did not win this HOH? Because this week has been so utterly ridiculous that I'm really wanting to know how it's going in these other dimensions because mm -hmm. I just don't know. It's just, I'm interested to see how Christian and Christian HOH would have gone if that would have happened. But, you know, here we are. And <laughs> we are making it through. 
they should start a, a Big Brother Other Dimension and have like the people who almost won talk about what they would have done differently. Ooh, that would be interesting. That would be fun. I mean, they're sitting in the house doing nothing. Like, whatever. We always need more content. So absolutely, that would actually be really dope. Up. See, right. they need to go back to doing something like live DRs because that would be a great question to ask, like people who came in second place in the HOH competition, what they mm-hmm. would have won, just so we could see how things would go. Interesting. I like that, Zach. So then we move on, and Julie announces to the house guests that for the first time ever, Big Brother is going to be awarding the winner of the season $750,000, upping $250,000 from $500,000. How are you feeling about this new cash prize? And why do you think it just happened randomly like this? Right, like, bitch, just give them a fucking a million dollars. Stop playing. Like, like, why are you playing in my face like this? Like, what? <laughs> I want $750,000. It's such a random number. Survivor be giving out a million for 20 years as well. Like what what's another 250 to y'all? Right. Truly. Um, you know what? Mo money, mo problems. Mm. <laughs> You're right. Good, good for you. I don't know. Whatever. I don't care. I'm not getting the money. <laughs> I'm just here for the show. <laughs> but you know, I'm bothered like uh, like very very bothered because it would have been really dope if the house guests affected how much money that they won this season if the base was five hundred thousand, but if somebody was offered something that the pot would raise like with the casino having a jackpot would be so dope like it could have added such a cool element to this season where they could win more money or they could lose money or whatever and then it would make people be uh, be responsible if they lost money and just like there's just so much more pressure that it could add to a season like this, especially when you're talking about casinos, where it's all about gambling. I don't understand why they didn't do that. It, it feels so obvious to me. Yeah. No, now that you say it, it does feel obvious. I didn't think about it that way. It's so confusing. There's, you know, we could talk all day about different things they could have done. They could have made it fun for them to raise the money. Just not, hey, we're going to give you this much money now, girl. Okay, you you like that? <laughs> like, yeah, we like that. But add it to the game. <laughs> like, make- <laughs> You like that? Behind the cabana walls, giggling at you, Grant. <laughs> you so stupid. <laughs> So then Julie offers Frenchie, which Frenchie winning that competition made him the first HOH of the season. So he got offered a double or nothing offer to get two weeks of safety for him and his whole team if he agrees to it and can land two dice on a platform. But if he loses, he loses the HOH and his whole team is not safe. And Claire would have become HOH because she came in second place and her team would have been safe. Would you have taken this gamble? Do you think he did the right thing? Um, well, well, looking back at it, <laughs> look back at it, look back at it. Um, <laughs> honestly, I don't know. I, at the time I thought he did what was right, but now I think differently. So I can't really, I can't really answer that question. I don't, I don't know what I would have done. I feel like I probably would have gambled and tried to do it because honestly, he kept looking at his team and I was like, look at Claire. Like, honestly, just get yourself safe. Like I get like your team, but like you have a chance for two weeks of safety. Like, and if not, then you give someone else HOH and their team safety. You can use that as an advantage to yourself. Like don't look at your team and what they want. Look at Claire and be like, like you keep me safe if I lose this, you know, cause you have it like start like thinking, you know, that's what I would have done. So honestly, I probably would have tried, but like I said, I would have been making eyes at Claire like the entire time while I thought about it, just to see if I could get something from her in return. Right. 
my thing about that is it's this is literally the first time you've met any of these people. So showing that you're willing to play like that, I feel like it's putting a target on your back, even already on top of you winning two competitions. It's like, and Julie saying over and over, you won two competitions tonight, French. I know. I was like, Julie, girl, like, okay, we get it. Shut up. Julie, like, I was girl. saying shut up for him. I was like, stop. It was, um, yeah. I, I get that that's like playing a game, but also like you're there to play a game. So like fucking play it, you know? And you yeah. can like, that's just what I would have done. Um, I, you know, I would have just been looking at her like, girl, you got me. Like, I got you. And honestly, I think if he would have been a normal human being instead of who he is, I think he would have, um, I think he would have had sympathy for losing that, you know? I think people would have been like, oh, like you gave it your best, like blah, blah, blah. I think he, I don't think he would have been an immediate target, especially the way that he was talking at the beginning. If he actually followed through with everything that he said he was going to do and blah, 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 I don't think that he would have been an immediate target anyway. So I think he would have been fine. Possibly. Yeah, I don't, you know, we'll never know, but I'm- We'll never, I mean, Big Brother alternate universe. (laughs) But I'm really interested to- to know what would have happened had he not won that HOH because of the dumpster fire it's been since he has this HOH. So it's like, it's just such a weird thing. So he, he ended up turning it down, but they made him play it anyway. And he would have ended up winning had he played it. So it's so, I mean, maybe we don't know. True. Things could have happened differently in a different dimension or you never know. Although Um, he seemed to be taking his time. So I was like, he probably would have, he would have done better. And honestly, at that point, dude, you bet you might as well just go all out. Like he kind of looked stupid when he was taking his time. Right. And I was like, I would, I would have been, I don't know if I would have like thrown it. So I wasn't like winning three competitions you threw at me, or if I'm showing that I'm a good competitor. So people want me on their team. Like there's so many ways you can weigh it out, you know? Well, at that point, everyone's watching you, you know, it's not like a normal competition where you can throw it, but like five other people are playing. So not all the attention's on you, like right. literally all the attention's on him right now. So the way like he was doing it, I was just like, this is like, it's awkward. Just play it. Like you have to. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know if I would have taken it. I think I, I feel like I would have been cool having this first HOH and use that HOH to build the bonds that that me trying to make that other deal would try to build, you know, because I'm already going to be safe. I can show loyalty to my team that I want to keep you safe no matter what. And that, I don't know. I just, but also two weeks of safety is really great. But then people might be looking at you like you were safe for two weeks. So we finna put you up. So you just never know. There's a give and take to everything. But that's what I do like about this season is that if this is going to be a constant thing where you have to make these decisions on the fly and they could affect you one way or another, it's going to add a lot to the season. I just hope that it's something that they're going to actually keep doing and not just do for two and a half weeks and then be like, girl, what you talking about? We never did that. You know how they like to do. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how the, the, the premiere ended. Frenchie is HOH, his team is safe, and we're moving on to the future. But we got first night feeds. We got first night feeds, and this is the first time that we've ever had first night feeds for a newbie season, where we're literally getting to see these people who don't know each other, who have no idea who each other are, get to meet for the first time, see how they interact, see who nat- who, who gravitates towards who and how that goes. And it was really fascinating to watch. And I was up until like four o'clock in the morning watching that night because it was so good. Like, there, this cast is really bubbly and really fun, and it was really great. Um, but Frenchie definitely was doing a lot, and <laughs> it's uncomfortable it to watch. It has not stopped, and 
it's wild because on one hand, I don't think that the things that he was saying were were lies. I don't think he was just saying it simply to say it or simply it's because he wanted people to think of him a certain way because in a game like this it's not you you're not safe forever so why would you ever lie about something and then immediately turn your back on it just because you wanted understanding in the moment it doesn't logically make any sense and i think that's what we, what we have to understand here is that none of this logically makes sense so we're clearly playing with some kind of other energy in this situation because this ain't adding up See, I look at it completely different. I really? think that he he's a grown man and what he says sticks and he isn't sticking to what he said. And I think it's bullshit. I think that this is, I mean, this is what I tweeted. Everything that he does feels super performative to me. He is part of Big Brother Twitter. He knows what you guys tweet about. He knows what you want. He came in thinking like, I'm going to do this, but then who he is comes out because again, you can come in and act like you're going to be someone, be something, but if that's not who you genuinely are, that's not who you're going to be. And I think that that's it. What he's saying is not just, it's genuinely not who he is and his insecurities, the things that he like thinks of as like a player or whatever. I mean, this whole like showman's thing, I don't know the like full extent to it. I just, what I've read on Twitter, if it is, if it is literally just because they are the two quote unquote hottest people in the house and could possibly quote unquote have a showman's fuck you, dude. Like, honestly, that is just this so annoying. It's, so annoying and i saw someone today it was like if Alyssa like goes home after trying out four years in a row because someone like a fucking grown man is like insecure over her and like who she may be with or whatever like shut up like it's i mean at this point i get it there's not a lot of people in the house you want to like whatever it's kind of hard to make a decision it would if i was in his position i don't know who i would send home but like it being based off of that is just dumb it's just really fucking dumb and especially once he said like i'm not gonna put up a woman or a person of color and then boom there they are you know right it's just it's like, like what what the fuck dude Where, like, how do you get to this point what the fuck but my He's thing disgusting. is disgusting i'm sorry my thing I, is, I know you like him but no, no I, it's not that i and see i need to make that clear too it's not that i like him it's not that i am defending him in any way but I have known him for a long time and I've known his sister for a long time. They are real people in my world. I'm going to be completely honest about how I feel about him in this game. But I also have to know the what, what this feels like in the real world. You're right. He's a grown man. He says what he says and he needs to stand by it. But I just don't think he has the mental fortitude to do that, which is wild to me because if you say something like that that is so it's such a statement you have to stand on that if you don't you're showing that you don't have you can't be trusted but also whenever you are in a situation things change quickly whenever other energies come into play you might think you have everything together you might think you have everything set but whenever somebody comes in and it flips a switch in you it's it can it could make things change and i don't think he took that into account he had an idea of look he i want to go into this did. house i want to go into this house and i don't want to do this i want to do this i know people are going to like this and this and this and this this is how people how i want people to view me but when you go in those doors there are 15 other energies in there that are trying to get you to like them and whenever you look somebody in the face and you see their real life the same thing with britney like people hearing that she has autism, it changes the way that they interact with people and the way that they think about things. Cause it's so easy when it's not in front of your face. It's so easy when it's not real life. 
But in that house, you walk in there, it changes everything. Everything goes out the door at that point, in a sense, especially when you're, you might not know what you're doing, getting yourself into. That's the only reason that I don't think that he's lying about not wanting to target women or target the, the people of color. I think that he actually does hate that it's gone that way. But then he gets in the house and he starts playing these games and thinking he, he's figuring things out. And he's like, oh, well, I think Kylan might be lying to me. And Alyssa is really close, seems really close with this person I want out that I want to target. So I'm going to go after them because of this. Like, it makes sense on a very basic level, like a very dumb basic level. And I don't want to get it misconstrued that just because I know you in real life means I support you and I support in everything that you do. That's not the case. But it does make me have to look at things a little differently sometimes. And that's what's been difficult at this whole situation. Also, if you don't have the foundation to deal with your insecurities, they are going to come out of you in some crazy ways. And I think that's what we're seeing here. He feels uncomfortable with certain men in the house getting attention from women and thinking that that's going to end up being a showman's where he wants to be the showman's killer. And it's just like he's looking for all these storylines and like he's throwing everything at the wall to try to make this make sense for him. And none of it does. But I fully agree with you. He came into this house and he was trying to pander to the beautiful ideas of things that we talk about wanting and loving on this show and not being able to come through with it. But the, the thing that's hardest for me to understand is how can you want to feel some way and then do the exact opposite? Because that destroys everything you thought you were going to build. So any lie you may have told to get on the show, if that's what you were doing, what was the point if you're just going to come on the show and destroy your game and make this a difficult situation for everybody else involved? There's no benefit for him in this situation. That's really what is the most confusing to me is there's really no benefit to him in any of this. I'm really hoping by next week I can have some better clarity and understanding and I can process through all this foolery because I just hope they get him out next week and we can get this game on track to actually play Big Brother and not everybody have to spin their wheels trying to make sure the Frenchie wheel don't fall on them. Ugh. And also we have to keep in mind, this is week, not even week, this is day four. <laughs> like, this is day four. These people have known each other for four days at this point. And that's really- But see, I can't, I can't, I, I, I look, I get what you're saying, but I just can't agree with you because then we can sit there and be like, okay, but like anyone who's ever done anything problematic or wrong or whatever, not problematic, but just like something that we didn't like, then we have to be like, okay, but when things are in the house, then it's different. You know, when you're in the house, you act differently. All no, he said what he said. He didn't stand by it. That was a big statement. It to was make. a big statement. And he, to make. he knew, he knew what he was doing. And so either you do it, or you don't do it, but you look like a shit ass person if you don't do it. And that's where he's at. I'm sorry. He looks like a shit person. I I'm not no disagreeing. I, am I he, disagreeing with you? Yeah, I know. But like, it's kind of like, it feels like you're kind of like, okay, what he's doing is wrong. But, and I just like, I, in this situation, I don't really think that there's a butt needed. No butts needed. <laughs> no, no butts behind the cabana walls. <laughs> I'm not giving a butt. I'm just looking at it because I'm like, what he's showing is co something completely different. And I, it's like, why did you even go in the house and say any of this? It was unnecessary to say all that if you weren't going to follow through. But he's been doing that with everything. He's been saying he's going after this person, doing this, doing that, and then changing it up in a heartbeat. So whenever you see somebody that is acting like that and is unable to make decisions in a really concrete way, even when they think they've made decisions, you're playing with something completely different than you think you are. So as easy as it is to say that it's, you know, this or this or that, 
he's showing that it's not, it's never this or this or that. There's something else at play here that I don't really know what it is because it's not just the the women in the minority thing. <laughs> what did you say? You said there's something else at play here that I don't know what it is. And I said Satan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you never know. The, the, the enemy is out here ready to strike. But also, if this week feels a lot like whenever you make a wish, I tweet this the other day, when you make a wish and you're like, oh, I want to be on Big Brother. I want to be a Big Brother legend, like la la la, but you're not specific enough. And it turns into something that you are not expecting because he is getting himself yeah. into legendary status for all the wrong reasons. And it's very embarrassing. And like how, how, how oh, he's going to be 100% upset when he comes out of the house and sees what he's done, for sure. If he's not already upset with himself enough, like, this is mess. This it's is beyond mess. mess. It's beyond mess. It's beyond anything mentally understandable on any level. It is literally the dustiest ass shit I have seen on Big Brother in a long time. I mean, I it's just, this is, I tweeted this earlier, keep, like, the fandom out of the game because it's, like, it really is. It's just like, that's what he knew people wanted to hear. That's what he knew people wanted to see. But the thing is, is you can't play, you can't play a game like that. And I don't think he understood that. Like as beautiful and as clean and nice as you want to wrap up this season so that it makes everyone on Big Brother Twitter happy and you become that legend. That's not this game. Things change constantly. You can't make promises like that. You can't say things like that. And I don't think he fully understood it because I don't think we fully understand what it's like to be in the house until we're in the house. But when you say stuff like that, you fucking have to back it up. And that's, you know, unfortunately for him, he didn't have that clarity at that moment. And well, but that's why, just play the game and keep your mouth shut. Period. And don't be making promises that you can't Period. make ever in life or in the game. That's it. Just keep your fucking mouth shut and realize that as much as like we want, you know, the, what we want in this game, that's just not how the cookie crumbles sometimes. It's a fucking game. It's competitive. It changes. Things change. And Absolutely. you can't make promises like it's that. It's beyond crazy. It's and that's crazy why I. it's so hard for me to just be like, Yep, it's this, it's that. Because it don't logically make no damn sense. It's truly on a whole nother level of stupidity and confusion and foolery that I don't even know how they're going to edit this. And I can't wait to see this episode tomorrow because I need some clarity myself because it doesn't make any sense. None of it makes sense. Like, it literally is so convoluted and dumb. But, you know, the weird thing is people in the house, for the most part, seem to be buying a lot of it. And so that's what is also confusing to me because it's like, how are you able to say all of these things and then change your mind in the house and still get people to kind of understand where you're coming from? And I Well, I think the house just looks like Frenchie, like he's crazy. I mean, I saw right. like people were talking about babysitting him and stuff like that, like babysit duty. Like, I think they just think he's crazy. And I think when, I think it's like a understood in the house that Frenchie's crazy. So I think when you have something like that, where everyone's on the same page, I can see that. it makes Aza it is the only, Like she's the main one that ain't with it. She's like, look, this man changed his mind three times in 25 mm-hmm. minutes. He's not somebody I can see myself really working with long-term. Like they were, cause, <laughs> cause Derek is all about Frenchie. Well, he was all about Frenchie. And he was like, I think we should be the cookout in Frenchie. And Ozzy was like, uh, I don't know about Frenchie. Like she just, she's not on board with it. And I like that, but I haven't seen yeah. a lot of that energy, which after all this fuckery, you would expect to hear or see more of that. 
But I think we after I think next week we'll probably get a lot more of that, hopefully, because I really need to know where these people mentally are. I don't know if if this chaos has been good for this season or if it's bad, because I do think it's been really fun to watch. But I don't know if it's allowing the game to really yeah. solidify the way that the game should. But we're also only on day four, which makes this all even crazier. Cause it's like, how did we, how did you fuck this up so bad in four days? Like, what on earth? It's so confusing. I mean, for the viewer, I think that this is great. Like, cause truly, we don't know what the fuck is gonna happen. Like, there, for the first time watching this game, like, I have no fucking idea. I don't even have predictions. Like, honestly, you, I know you're going to ask for predictions at the end and I'm going to go on and tell you right now, I don't have them because honestly, I don't think that we're in a place where we can even predict anything because truly this is changing moment to moment. And I think that that's exciting for the viewer, but I think for the people in the game, I feel bad for, for them. Sure. It has to be fucking exhausting. This is not the house that I would want to be in if I was I loved that Tiffany was like, I'm not even all. gonna ask him what his target is because it's what's the point? What's the point of even letting him know that you're interested? And if you don't if you don't bring your name up, he might not even think about you because you never know where this roulette wheel is gonna land. He really ends right. up feeling like a roulette wheel where it's like, Oh, what do I land on today? Okay, let me spin the wheel. Okay, how this is how I feel now. Okay, this is how I feel now. It's confusing because he was so gung-ho about getting out of white bro. Brent went in the room and talked about his dad committing suicide and Frenchie gave him a hug and was like man I judged you so much and I feel bad now and I'm like dude do you not realize you talked about going into this house not wanting people to judge you for who you were not think you were a racist country white boy and then you go in the house and judge people for who they are and that's why you want to target them then you realize they're real people with real struggles and it changes your mind do you not know how the world works like that's just those are people are real. And I think that that has a lot to do with BB Twitter potentially, but also the people on BB Twitter act very similarly. We act like each other are not real people and we aren't, we don't have real stuff going on in our lives. And so a lot of this is like really interesting to see mm -hmm. because it kind of, it's like, I hope that people are seeing themselves in this foolery because it sound, it feels like a fucking timeline that is trying to drag each other. They're not. There's there's such you know a lack of there's such a lack <laughs> of self-awareness. It's weird that it took me having a, a real life connection to something to see how how wild it gets and how toxic it can be. And like it's it's a very weird situation for me. And that's why I'm not backing down from anything I've said or anything I felt, because this situation is very I've never in my life experienced anything like this. So it's just a little different for me to synthesize and try to figure out how the heck do I navigate this, especially to be respectful to people I actually care about. So it's weird on every level. And on one hand, I'm thankful for it because it is quite an experience. But on the other hand, it's just like, my God, where is the sense on any level? My God. Love you. <laughs> no, do it. Do it. Behind the command <laughs> We turned it into the monster mash. The monster mash. Behind Cabano boss. The monster mash. <laughs> a beachy smash. I hate us so much. Not a beachy smash. <laughs> so good. Cabana walls, y'all. <laughs> but yeah, I there's this is a lot. So it's so hard. It's and that's another thing. It's so hard for me to to watch anybody pin this on anything that makes anything logically of sense because it's just so nonsensical to me that I how do you even? How do you even? How do you even? 
<laughs> I don't know. So anyway. I didn't even. So, <laughs> so here are some spoilers for what's been going on in the house. Christian won the wild card competition. We don't know what that is or how that goes, but apparently each person from a person from each team is chosen to play in this competition. And if they win, they get something or something. And Christian was able to save somebody else. And he chose to save Xavier, which I thought was an interesting pick. And I wasn't mad at it. Um, We have some alliances. I'm not even going to get into who was in the slaughterhouse or the butchers because what the fuck? (laughs) Like Frenchie has brought every person in this house into the slaughterhouse. And it's just, it's just very confusing. And I don't know, like, how do you get your footing with anything like this? You don't. The only alliance that I feel like is real is the cookout, which is really incredible to see. We've never had this many black people in this house before. And somebody said on Twitter, and I was thinking it too, whenever people go through hardships in the house, a lot of black people always had to go through it alone. Nobody has ever been in the house to support them in the way that they understand why something may be happening or how they may be feeling in this way. So it's a completely different feeling for me to watch the feeds and see them be able to connect on that level and want to support each other because it's so difficult to go through stuff like that and people not really understand your culture or where you're, how you're feeling or thinking or the way you're coming off. And so it's really incredible to watch. And I am so thankful and so excited to see how it goes. And I hope they do well. Um, There's also another alliance, which is called the firefighters, which is kind of rallied around Derek X and Kyland and Tiffany is in it. And uh, I think Claire and um, Travis and they're an interesting collection of people too. And that night, whenever Frenchie was uh, peeking at the door, trying to listen to the door, and Tiffany saw his shadow I and ran over was there, screaming so good, what so up? good, so good. So it's been good. four days. We've gotten so much incredible content, and so like, it is insane. This season is firing on so many different some crazy cylinders and I am super into it and excited. I hope it continues. I don't know if it has the potential to like hold this pace because it's honestly unreal, but it has been really good. What an exhausting so summer. If it does, I Listen, feel so bad for them. Exhaustion city. I mean, whoo, the, <laughs> the cabana walls ain't going to last through all this because it's mm-hmm. a lot. Um, so Frenchie, after saying he was not going to nominate any of the minorities or the women and that he didn't want the season to be like all the other seasons and we're cutting that shit out, has nominated Kylan and Alyssa, which is absolute fuckery. It's like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's so stupid. It is truly so dumb. But I also understand how he got to this point, but it's also very stupid the way he got to this point. So it's like, and the thing is, Alyssa is... And this is one thing that makes me like her. She's like, after Frenchie explained to me like his speech and why, how he got to this point, it all makes sense to me, but I think it's so stupid. He should have just talked to me. And I'm like, absolutely, ma'am. Like it could have been avoided. And it's just, it's so crazy. But Frenchie, he just, everybody's saying he's playing for Twitter is that's, that's absolutely the answer that makes so much sense. But there's so much more foolery involved that I'm just like, Twitter don't want to see all this. So if you're playing for Twitter, why would you fuck up like this for Twitter as well? It just don't add up. And so when he 
he's telling all these people he has all these tricks up his sleeve. Like the other night he was talking to Derek X and he was like, you want to know how I knew you were in the Alliance? And he was like, how? He was like, well, I told you part of the story and this person part of the story and this person something. And then I got certain pieces back to me and I knew who y'all had were talking to. And on one hand, it's like, he, he did know exactly who Derek was talking to about those things. So technically he wasn't wrong, but it's day three. Keep it to yourself. It's day three. And you're making all these moves and doing so much dumb shit for no reason. And it's just making you look so overzealous in like the absolute worst way. And just like also dumb, disgusting, like just what the fuck is this? It is unreal. And that's why I, I have no problem saying any of that. So I don't want anybody coming to me saying that I wasn't believing people about they say that anything ever happened with him or that he was this way or that way. No, it's never been none of that. I just have my own experiences and I'm going to go based on what I see and what I know. And I think that's okay. I think everybody should go off of those things. I don't think we should do group think and just agree with something because other somebody else has said it like it just doesn't make sense to me logically but now everything's on the goddamn table and, and there's no there's literally no way to defend any of this so what the fuck <laughs> it's wild it is wild zachary so yeah he he lands on kyle and Alyssa, but he also wanted to target christian and brent and uh travis but who knows who's actually going to end up going home this week, which is wild. This is week one. It should have been very simple who you wanted to go home and we could have figured it out from there. But now you've told Christian you were coming after him. You told Brent you were coming after him. But Brent seems like he's a little dumb because Brent actually, unless he's lying about this, he has so much respect for Frenchie for being honest with him and like changing his target from him. He's, he thinks Frenchie is so loyal. But I don't know if he's bullshitting Frenchie or if he's being really honest about this. So that we'll have to see how that goes. But who knows how this is going to go? The veto is going to be played today. Who knows who's going to win? I kind of want to see Derek X win just to see what happens. Same. But Same. I do want Alyssa or or uh, I do want Alyssa or Kylan off the block because I don't want either of them to leave. I want it to be another option. I would love to see a Travis leave. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I just don't want Derek X to go yet. And I'm scared that that's what's going to happen. It very well could. And who knows? But I don't know. I just want to know. Well, I, I guess it makes very sense. After this veto is won and used or whatever, and somebody gets renominated, I hope they hold Frenchie's feet to the fire and actually tell them how he, they're feeling about him, especially saying he's not going to nominate a woman and all this stuff because what the fuck? You know, like they need to have this conversation in the house because it doesn't make any sense. And then the way he went about that, that, they probably won't. I know, but I'm just like, I don't know. But when he, I mean, somebody like Sarah Beth, she seemed so over it when he came outside and tried to get one of the girls to, to be a pawn, which was like, what? And then get mad that we didn't agree to it. What are you talking about? You said we weren't on that. Like what? It's so crazy. I don't even know how to talk about half the stuff that's gone on because it's been a, too mm -hmm. much and B, it makes no sense on any level. It's like, it's, re it's truly reasoning with unreasonable in general. Like it just, you don't, I don't even know. I'm, I'm lost. I'm lost. <laughs> this shit is crazy. This is a large cup of this shit crazy because this shit is off the chain. You heard? <laughs> so I would ask you if you have any favorites, who you think is going to win? Who do you think you'll be the first out? 
Um, but I don't know I don't if know. you want to answer any of those things. <laughs> give me, give me like a full week. We'll do that. We'll do those next Sunday. Okay. I respect that. Yeah. I don't know. Y'all I'm just asking for some grace and some patience as we all work through this. And like, it is weird to say the least. I mean, look, you ain't, you're not related to him just because you know him doesn't like put you in like a category with him. So don't even worry about it. You don't need grace. You don't need no patience. You are in no way connected to this man. No, I get it. But me talking about knowing him and and that's the thing. It's like, I never said that he's going to be the most incredible big brother player to ever walk through those doors. He's so strategic. He will never nominate black. Like I never, I never I never co-signed. Oh, he for him. said it. <laughs> I never co-signed for him in the slightest. I simply said I we've talked. I feel okay with him, and we went to high school together, and we know each other. And I like that's all I ever said. But some people are like, "Well, you were." It's just, listen, it's, it's well, a lot. Look, but, I'm gonna t- just ignore ignore it. I learned to ignore Big Brother Twitter after everyone came <laughs> after me that one season that we did it, and I was just like, oh, whatever. Oh, I don't have a problem have going back like, and forth. Uh, I don't have time for it because so I don't know even I'm waste not. Your time. <laughs> I know I'm not wrong usually, and there's a reason I feel how I feel, and it's it's always based in some kind of logical feel, something logical. I'm never going to be illogical, and if I am, I have no problem with somebody putting me in my place, telling me how I'm wrong, and I don't have no problem taking accountability for anything. I I mm-hmm. I cherish that about myself. I never want to be somebody that is that you can't reason with, like. I love to mm-hmm. communicate. Communication is literally the heart and soul of my life at the end of the day. So it just, it just is what it is. And listen, if anybody, ha- if anybody feels any type of way about me or anything I ever say on this podcast or anything I ever tweet, my DMs are wide open and they will stay wide open. And I'm always up to have a conversation because I love it and I care about people at the end of the day. So I appreciate y'all for Usually rocking. I'm the one saying all of that. <laughs> I know. It's, we switch places. We did. It's fun. I don't have a problem with it. I love to talk about stuff. So it's uh it's been interesting, but we'll see how this goes, child. <laughs> do you have anything else to add, Zachary? I don't believe I do. As Julie Chin loves to say, always exercise empathy and wisdom. <laughs> have a good night. <laughs> Um, (laughs) thank you for tuning in to julie girl of big brother podcast if you enjoy what you hear please like and subscribe and tell your big brother friends about what we got going on over here you can find new episodes of julie girl of big brother podcast every monday so be on the lookout and we'll holla at y'all next week when hopefully we have some sense child we can actually make sense of everything that's going on because zachary you have a beautiful day You too. <laughs> you enjoy them cabana walls, child. <laughs> cabana walls. <laughs> hey. Julie girl. Julie. Julie.